Welcome to episode 39 of What Lies Beneath, a podcast for Seattle Kraken fans, those new to hockey and hockey fans looking to have some fun. We are in the depths of summer lack of Seattle Kraken hockey, but we're going to talk about this, the return of Donnie. Travis Yost has the Kraken top tier in the league. We got to talk about NHL free agent signings, some tweets that you've been uh, tweeting with us about. We'll go over that and more. Let's get to it. Welcome to episode 39 of What Lies Beneath. How's it going? My name is Jeff Janusic. This is my friend and co-host. Joey Cirillo. We are live from Joey's uh, place. Uh, I've got myself some gas station fried chicken. (laughs) Pretty pumped about that. Uh, So we were just talking. So the place is across the street from my house. I didn't even know they did hot food until a couple of days ago. I'm walking by and there's a broken down car in the parking lot of this gas station. And somebody just put a poster board in the window of that car that just says hot food with an arrow. And that is marketing in New Orleans. Marketing, baby. Yeah. Well, <laughs> here's what's crazy. And you could expect it. And maybe because we're, you know, obviously we've drank the Kool-Aid. Yes. Both being transplants in New Orleans, but, you know, fans of food is the gas station food probably is better than most restaurants in the United States in, in, in New Orleans. You know Especially what I'm saying? the fried chicken. The, the fried, fried chicken, chicken is... Oh, my God. I'm thinking about starting like a, just a, like a fried chicken gas station local market uh, review account. You should. Oh my God. Just doing that. I mean, I love it. I mean, I'm, a, I'm not good for my heart, but no, <laughs> I always think of it like this. It like, looks delicious though. I can see the breading from here oh, yeah. and then and then it's, it comes in like in the brown paper bag. Like yeah, you yeah. bought, like you bought a 40, but it's just fried chicken in oh, there. She was trying to put it into like the plastic bag. It's like, no, no, I'm good. Just give me yeah, that. Just, yeah, give me just that. throw it in the, the little, little basket inside the brown paper bag. Yeah. Uh, yeah. my favorite is brothers. So brothers, oh, yeah. their fried chicken and they have the fries that you can get on the side and they have like this like spicy seasoning they shake out on top of the fries. Dude, I lived off of that shit for almost two years. I lived in a different part of the city yeah. and I had a brothers around the corner. I'd walk there all the time and get dinner for like six bucks. You know what's funny is I need to, I need to go search my emails because like five years ago when I first started my social media company, mm-hmm. the dude from Brothers, I met with him okay. to, uh, to, to do social media for them. Oh, shit. And nothing ever happened. Yeah. I need to reach out to that dude again. Yeah, you really should. And they have a ton of gas stations, man. They're all over oh, the place. Huge. And I would totally just work for fried chicken. As you should. I mean, you're going to work for a puck for the Seattle Kraken. Oh, yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Because they're looking for social media help. I saw, by the way, Seattle, since we know most of the Seattle Kraken, you know, staff mm-hmm. and management listen to this podcast. Yeah. I mean, we just know. We have the stats. It says in our stats, Seattle Kraken staff and management listens to this podcast. It says it right yeah, here. It does, I'm looking yeah. at it. Yeah, I'm looking at yeah, it. Yeah, we know they're listening to us all the time. Close. I'm looking at it right now. It says it right here. <laughs> That's the stat. Stat. We have, we have owners. Owners yeah. are checking in. So if you're yep. an owner of the Seattle Crack and you're listening, what's, what's up? up? You know, you still have. I checked today. Cat Friendly has them a little over a million dollars left. I'm just, I'm just saying they have some cash to throw around. That's a I lot mean, of pucks. It's a lot of pucks. We're good negotiators. Seven hundred bucks for some like some sponsorship. I'm cool with that. Maybe six. Yeah. Nah. Don't okay. even notice that. I'm negotiating against myself. Yeah, I, I feel like we're haggling down again. We got to really work on that. Very cheap. That's all right. Very cheap uh, sponsorship space. Yes. Anyway, so how are you, man? What's <laughs> going on with you? I'm good. I've been laying low and just been writing and working a ton. So it's been really boring. I want to focus on you. 
because you just came back from the beach. I tweeted out as a joke. I'm like, Jeff is flying back on his private jet at the top 10 list of celebrities in the world who use their PJ too much. Oh yeah. It went Jeff Janusic number one, Taylor Swift number two. I love just burning (laughs) fossil fuels so I can go to the beach with my kids. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we, um, you know, school starts for us tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Uh, and we, on Thursday, we're like, let's go, just go, let's get out of here. We got to get out of here. So we left and we went to the beach for like four days Yeah, and we drove there from, New Orleans, basically to near Destin, yeah, Santa Rosa Beach, and it took four. It took five and a half hours in the rain. Okay, yeah, on the like, way back, like a four, four and a half hour drive usually. It was nice though; it was really cool, very chill. Yeah, uh, we saw some friends there, and then we were just we were in the ocean a ton, which doesn't happen often with our family. Interesting. Kids loved it. My son caught uh, with his bare hands a uh, needlefish. Oh shit! Uh, okay, which is his tail had been bit off by something. Oh, so he was swimming slowly and he came to oh. shore. So your son's catching handicap fish. He was. <laughs> and and we put him and it was like a fresh you know a fresh yeah. tail snip and yeah. uh and ford is like do you think he's still alive dad i think he's still good I'm like, yeah he's totally yeah, still he's fine. totally fine just don't look five feet to your left yeah <laughs> yeah so the beach was great and we got back on monday and i feel refreshed the yeah. kids are starting school tomorrow like i said you know i don't know i feel i just i feel good i feel i'm ready you know it's like the signal of hockey season fall season yeah i was gonna say welcome to august we are now one month officially closer to the start of hockey season so that's pretty awesome also where the so fuck cool. did july go dude uh, july was long for me oh, i can tell okay. you that it, okay. it, 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 it you know you, you did travel a bit um but I july did, but was, it felt long fa- it felt long and also fast I, I don't know it's just weird like there's some months like january typically I'm like holy shit how many days are in this month already yeah. like 87 yeah. but yeah. no like for some reason july i don't, I don't know it's just like oh we're in august already we're two months away from the start of hockey season we're gonna start seeing hockey next month it's pretty cool we um we're just like we we are to those typical parents where it's like man the summertime really hit us hard this year yeah With the so kids getting older their right. and just was it's a was a grind so the you know the, uh, the kids need to go back to school too they need a break from us yeah so that's why i'm pretty pumped so anyway july was a very long okay month i'm ready for august i'm excited so the lesson for me is if i ever have kids to get rich off the podcast first and then yeah. just hire a nanny oh so i can just be like hey just you know just constantly pushing off the kids to someone else oh dude i was okay. so i mean we don't really have too much hockey Parenting. to talk about so we're just talking but i got my hair uh, it's my son's haircut this morning mm-hmm. and we managed to get there first so you know he was like hey do you want he's this awesome vietnamese dude his name's duck and he's uh, so awesome yeah he's so cool he's like freaking man hey, hey what's up jeff you, hey how you freaking been man he doesn't say you know <laughs> f you uh yeah, but anyway me. so like I, I got in the i got the haircut in there and um you know i was like sitting like oh man this is feeling feeling pretty good about that and then um where the hell was i going with this i don't know Wait, I started talking about nannying things and how like I need to get rich off the podcast first before I ever have kids, oh. so I could just be the parent that like you wow. know pushes the kids. We off. have reached the depths in record yeah. time. <laughs> we have reached. No, I don't so, know. Last week was pretty fast too. Like we hit it. We true. hit it often. And the weird part is, that I feel like it got more normal as the podcast went along, which is the complete opposite of how we usually go. Yeah. It was, yeah. Anyways, he was like. Uh, and you're right. He was like, "Hey, my, my daughter was just talking. Like, my daughter and and uh, her husband they want to uh, like I want to buy a place and turn it into an Airbnb. Like, would you? I don't think so. I'm like, would you do something like that? And I was like, do they have kids? He said, no, not yet. I said, absolutely, hundred percent. Tell them to do it. Do it now. Do it now. Yeah. Figure it out and mess it up and what they'll learn how to do it. And then by the time they have kids, they'll yes. roll with. Just have them do it. Just yes. go. It's like, yeah. you know, kids are awesome and, and amazing and, and a blessing. And it's like, but you do have to constantly remind yourself a, a, a lot of times that, who man, you know, like there's a lot of good times, but just like that, there's a lot of stress. And then a lot of it is just, just 
me being able to handle my own stress and not, you know, yeah. take it on the kids. Overburdened. Right? Like, I, I, I'm a cat dad. Does that count for that? Totally. He's a, he's a very needy cat. He already tried to get some of my, my gas station chicken, dude. I, I believe that. You're I lucky he's like, not eating, eating it right now. Now he's just, be, he's on the lookout for he's us. Chilling, he's man. hanging out by the window. Yeah, and anyway, so... Uh, <laughs> All right, so you've been good. Let's see if he goes after some of this. Okay, right, so we yeah. haven't started doing video yet, but Wait, Jeff has officially right. brought my... out the gas station chicken and is taking photos of it. I'm pretty sure he's... No, he's video. Oh, he's doing a video. Okay. I always forget. What's your cat's name? Uh, Theo. My cat, cat's name is Theo. Jeff is literally walking around, and he's just taking a video, uh, and he's also cock-teasing Theo by holding up chicken I'll to his face. Would you <laughs> give, do you give him fried chicken? Oh, he, uh, I usually give him like tuna and chicken. I mean, I give him like the wet, the, like the fancy feast type of stuff. He, he'll eat some of that. I'll no give, problem. I'll give you some Theo. He doesn't care. He's looking he at he doesn't care at all. Yeah. Okay. Well then I, I won't maybe. We'll all see right. what happens. Uh, so, all right, let's, we should get to hockey. <laughs> Sorry about this. The gas station chicken. I'm telling you, man, I'm going to be a little more on top of things once the kids are in school, but let's get to it. Here is your Kraken reaction. So I thought this was pretty good. Um, who was it that tweeted this, this awesome meme? Uh, Sam. Sam. Frat Zog. Frat Zog. He tweeted, which was great, the, the Vince McMahon meme. Yes, yes, yes. Where it's like different levels of him like exploding. Yeah, so like yes. the Kraken sign Andre Burakovsky. And he's like, oh. And then they sign uh, <laughs> Oliver Borkstrand. And he's like, oh. And then they, then he sign, they sign Ryan Donato. He's like, oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So the perfect encapsulation of exactly how like everyone that's a Seattle Kraken fan fell after the announcement of Ryan Donato coming back to the Seattle Kraken, especially with so much change going on and so yeah. many new faces coming in and you just want to see the old heads, man. You know, you want to see like the, the old school. Yeah. I mean like one year yeah, the old heads. Yeah. The old <laughs> like school Seattle Kraken players <laughs> yeah. like Ryan Donato. It's nice to have him yes. back. First goal scorer in, in Kraken history. That's like right. you can't lose him. And like, he's got like the rosy cheeks. He's he's like he's from Massachusetts, but he's not a masshole. Like he's our he's our non masshole. He's our masshole. Yes, we'll he's our masshole. So what's the he, deal? The Beniers love each other. Like yeah. I mean, like this is a win win. I mean, like he's a guy that like the fan base genuinely loved. We fell in love with him throughout the season too. He had a career high in goals. I think well, like sixteen goals last season. Yeah, sixteen goals and fifteen assists. Yeah, it's just great they brought him back, and we've been saying it the entire time. I'm gonna keep beating this drum uh, until we're proven otherwise, which hopefully we never will. And Ron, we trust. What would Ronnie do? Devil works hard. Ronnie Francis works harder. Well, I have another tweet, which, by the way, you know, at Kraken Pod, thank you so much for tweeting with us. Um, this is so fun. We have some. I have too much fun on Twitter, and I know Joey does too. A little but, bit. But uh, this, this, this is a pretty solid tweet. Um, where did it go? Where did it go? Where it is? Oh man, I lost it. It was a tweet basically asking about uh, Ron Francis and and why do we. Love Ron oh, Francis well, so much. Yeah, there was a question somebody I think was just asking us like to explain more in depth about why Got we it. like him. And I was like, there hasn't been a particular episode that I can remember where we are like, hey, we're gonna over the next forty five minutes have a you know, a breakdown of why we love him so much. I think we've just shown him love over the course of us starting the podcast yeah. because we're just fans of him. Like, yes, he made, you know, some mistakes uh, with the previous organization. He was at Carolina. I'm spacing out right now. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, Carolina. And But overall, he's done a really good job and he seems to fit the Seattle Kraken culture very well. We've trusted him to do his thing. 
and uh, and so far it's starting to pan out pretty damn good. And after Ryan Donato, I didn't I didn't hear or see any uh, Ronnie Francis haters out there. No, everybody was was super pumped about it. It's Ben Miller at Ben Diddy. There you go on Twitter. First Diddy. time listening, and I enjoyed it. Thank you, by the way. Is there an episode where you elaborate on your trust in Ron Francis? I think he started off a bit rocky, but has done a great job since at least the trade deadline. Yeah, I'd love to hear more about your positive perspective on him. And that's exactly what Joey just said. Is basically like, yeah, it's been growing. I think nobody yeah. knew. Nobody really knew. We don't know. We didn't. We didn't understand the greatness really of Ron until oh my God, the season yeah. was over and like yeah. the, the, you know, between the, the, the draft, the trade and the, you know, we, we knew going into the draft, how many picks we had, all the stuff that he, all of that. he did at the trade deadline. Yeah. So really the last, gosh, I guess like four months have been like, wow, Ron Francis really seems to know yeah. what's going on. And there's so much yet to be proven, but I don't know, man. I mean, there's so much positivity and I think so much hope in Seattle Kraken land right now. I agree. And that's because of Ron Francis. So that's a great question, uh, Ben. And there's some analysis. I know our it. answer should have been something like, I don't know. I can't remember. You should just listen to every episode. Every episode. <laughs> Get those downloads binge, baby, going binge. up for us. But no, like I've said this, you know, before and I've tried to kind of tone down how much I say it, but like, I'm still such a fucking hockey noob that like, I didn't even realize who Ron Francis was as a person uh, pretty much like until like as a person and as a player until we're like halfway through this season, because like, I don't know his history. Like he's not, he's not an individual I ever paid attention to because I never really watched hockey full time until I started watching the Seattle Kraken. So it's one of those things where it's like, I think it, I think it was easy to see the expansion draft and everything uh, that was going on with it and, and form opinions based around that. But the reality is like, he's done a damn good job so far. And you know, and Ronnie fans we trust man. He's playing chess while everybody else is playing checkers. I love it. Great thought. By the way, I'm taking video in the yeah, middle. Yeah, I know. Of- I was like trying to concentrate. I threw you, you threw me out. It's all good. <laughs> well, I'm trying to get this TikTok thing going uh, yes, for yes, at yes. Kraken Pod. So if you're- Well, on- soon we'll have like the actual setup so we don't have to think about it. It'll just be happening and then we'll be good to exactly, go. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, Ryan Donato is back. Uh, one year, 1.2 million, which is great. So we'll see what happens. We have a lot to learn about the Kraken this season. So yes. solid deal. I hope he's going to have a career year uh, this year too. So we're glad to have that familiar face back. Yep. I concur. So there you go. There's some Seattle Kraken news for you. Uh, As far as other Seattle Kraken news out there, um, this is pretty interesting. I don't know anything about this, Joey. I just saw in our show notes is Travis Yost, who's a pretty good hockey writer. Yes. He's, he, this guy has the Kraken as the top team in the NHL for next season. No. So, okay. So top I tier, yeah, like what is it? A top tier. And I forgot who, but there was, there's a couple of different people that listen to the pod and shout out to them. Cause they were on Twitter and they were tagging us in this. It's something that I also caught a couple days ago. So for quick, uh, kind of to provide some contact, some context, Jesus, fuck, uh, <laughs> Travis Yost. Uh, he's a hockey analyst for TSN, which is the sports network. It's like the Canadian version of ESPN, which, uh, really quickly. I, I just love, this fact they were founded by labat blue in 1984 i think that's like the most canadian thing of all time (laughs) i didn't know that way tsm was founded by labat blue Blue in 1984 yeah i was like shit that's that's cool that's incredible um so no so he uh he basically is doing tiers for positions for teams in the nhl and he had the seattle kraken as the top tier team in the nhl for left wingers and it was awesome because he had them along with st louis and the florida panthers but out of those three teams uh, again travis yos had the seattle kraken he argued that they were stronger than every, anybody in the league uh in terms of where they come uh, where they're at in, as far as going into this season for left wing and he uh, he had one last note 
It was a, I'm just going to quote him here. He said, adding Oliver Bjork strand for such a minimal cost was highway robbery in Ron Francis retrust. And I would argue that the Kraken have the deepest left wing position in terms of skill across all 32 teams. Seattle was tough to watch in their inaugural season, but if you look at the depth chart like this and have real reason for excitement, I think it is the best four-player group of all 32 teams. The notion that a player of Bjorkstrand's capabilities could see third-line minutes speaks to how good the likes of Schwartz and McCann are. So, no, he's not saying that, you know, he thinks the Seattle Kraken are a top-three team in the league. He's going down by position, and he was just noting that from like a left-wing standpoint, he thinks the Seattle Kraken are top three, but he thinks they're the number one team in the league, which is pretty fucking fascinating. He Dude. also made a note uh, to keep an eye on uh, Father Canner on um, Jared McCann. He was like, this is the guy that we're going to watch out for because I think he's going to continue to have a breakout year next season. Too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Had he not been injured, I think, you know, I think he's, he's awesome. Again, uh, rising tide floats all ships or yes. ri- you know, all ships rise or whatever the hell that is. Yes. Um, that's, I'll take, I will take uh, Seattle Kraken plus top tier mm-hmm. that, that those two you know yeah. phrases. Oh, we should just, we should just tweet that out and get like the clickbait going be like Seattle Kraken top tier NHL team. Oh yeah. And people are like, wait, what are you guys talking about? Are you delusional? Then it's like left wingers. It was actually an article from Travis Yost, but yes. thanks, for, thanks for checking us out as the, uh, That's how media works now as the uh, hashtag Kraken pod digital manager. Mm-hmm. I just gave myself that role. Um, <laughs> I totally want the clicks, man. We need yeah. the clicks. <laughs> Basically, we start. We also start making up headlines, and also when we start doing more interviews down the road, we just need to trap them into a corner and like ask them crazy questions and make them answer it. Well, I, so there's a lot going on. I'm 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 very heavy into uh, helping to teach my social media team mm. how to write those sort of like, but like not clickbait in terms of like, you're going to get, you know, scammed into watching a whole bunch of, you know, flip through a bunch of slides. Yeah. But like how can I get people to watch this video for a client. Okay. So it's a, it's a big deal is to try and have that right headline. It makes you want to actually watch a video or that sort of stuff. So anyway, I'm, I'm bringing that as, as the digital manager for the crack. We need bot. to do that now. We, we're, we're, oh. You know what? Fuck it. Just throw out everything we just said. And here's the headline, the Seattle crack in our top tier NHL team. According Boom. to Travis, according to Travis, according to Travis Yost, Yost parentheses left wingers, but read, you know, listen Asterisk. to our podcast for us to, to get to that point. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's cool. I'm, I mean, again, we just have so much more talent and I really think that there's, there's, there's guys that are on our team yeah. currently. I'm sorry. Like, you know, that were uh, from the old head uh, Seattle Kraken team. <laughs> we just got to start calling all the guys old heads. Just oh. to be like, wait guys, you've been a team for a year. Oh. It's like the, it's like the Twitter bios where it's like lifelong Seattle Kraken fan. I appreciate that. I do appreciate, I appreciate that. that. They are veteran Seattle yes. Kraken players. <laughs> lifelong Seattle Kraken fan. Absolutely. Which yeah. is fantastic. So that's really cool. Well, good. Okay. Well, I love that. Well, there's some other things going on is, you know, since last you know, podcast episode, we were still thinking that maybe John Klingberg might be coming to the Seattle crack. Maybe they're talking to him, but mm-hmm. just earlier today or yesterday, he has apparently signed with the Anaheim ducks. Yeah. For one year. And I made the joke and I was like, it was very, uh, it's very nice of Anaheim to sign him to one year. So the following season, you know, Kraken can get their salary cap back in order and make a move to grab a clingy. I'm calling him clingy now because we're tight. And That's a uh, great and, nickname. Yeah, thank you. I just made that up now. I was going to def- go with, defenseman. I was going to go with like the Klingon, like Klingon, but nah. He clings That's to you like he's a defenseman. That's yeah, great. no, I'm, I'm with it. He probably already has that nickname. I'm definitely not being original. Um, but no, yeah, they signed him to a one-year deal. He actually ended up like firing his agent. I don't think any information has come out about that, but for, I mean, I don't know, put two and two together. The agent probably, you know, fumbled the bag and messed up whatever negotiations he had going on. And he ends up doing like a one-year prove-it deal in Anaheim. Then, you know, he'll figure it out from there. That's awesome. I totally want uh, cling wrap. 
<laughs> there you go. Clingy? <laughs> Clingy? What's that song by Chingy? What was that Chingy song? Remember that back oh, in the day? Oh, wait. No, nah, see, I got to look it up because I'm spacing out here. And those people that are listening right so, now, they're like screaming. This is why John Klingberg needs to hire the Kraken Pod to be his agent because we would totally come up with a parody song right by there. Chingy. Right there. Right there. Yeah. I love it when they're running around. Yeah. The Depths, baby, brought to you by potential sponsor. Yeah. Hey. Potential sponsor. If you want to sponsor the depths, I mean, we'll just make it earlier and earlier. This is the good stuff. <laughs> then I'm not, not into it. The other, the, you're not. Okay. The no, other, I'm not, not into it. Oh, like, I'm into it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Man, that was harsh. Now I'm just uh, being stupid. Okay. I get it. Okay. Right. So the other free agent that is, uh, you know, super exciting. And this is still a rumor as far as I know, as of recording this on Tuesday, the 2nd of August is that yeah. Nazem Kadri yeah. is rumored to be going to the New York Islanders. I did not see that. So kudos on you for doing some, you know, you're doing some hashtag journalism, doing some research over here. I looked at here. Kevin Weeks tweets. Okay. That was it. <laughs> Thank you for the, the, the props. Very in-depth. Hmm, I need to find out if there's any good trade rumor information. Yeah, or Kevin Weeks. Go boom. to at Kevin Weeks and see what's up. That's um, fair. Okay, totally fair. You know, they they were, because uh, I listened to Johnny Gaudreau on the Spit and Chicklets podcast last week. Oh, shit, I have not listened to that interview. It's pretty good. Like, I, they got, they, so the Islanders were in the race for Johnny Gaudreau. Yes, they were before he chose Columbus. Yeah, same with Philly. And they, they fucked shit up too. They, did, they couldn't move enough players out. Yeah. They yeah, couldn't yeah. move. Enough. So what's cool is I thought that when Chicklets put it out, they put it out like a day after he signed. Yeah. They, they had it ready to go. I think, I mean, that was definitely negotiated in advance with like, Hey man, whenever this happens, can we get the exclusive because their podcast, I mean, it's the number one hockey podcast. They're going to have the, they're going to have like the exclusive interviews with situations like that. We'll get there one day. I, we'll we get will. there. Well, we're we going to be there. Watch out motherfuckers. We will take a social media person from the Kraken to talk about social media or something like that. That'd be, oh, yeah. that'd be huge. Oh, that'd we be can totally do that. Huge for us. Oh yeah, we can do that. So um, uh, anyway, like, well, and also too, like uh, Piper Shaw, which is pretty big get right there. So Piper Shaw was, you know, pr- right there. So yeah, she's great. Um, so you listen to Johnny hockey on the spin chickless pod. And he, I was actually surprised that he was talking about the trade. I thought it was going to be like a canned thing from like two weeks ago or okay. like three weeks ago, but he was talking about the trade and where he was going to go. And he did mention the Islanders in there. He, he was pretty good. You could tell he was weird. Like you could tell he had a weird vibe okay. on the podcast. Like he was a little nervous because it was such a big decision. And I, like yeah. I actually channeled his energy listening to it. Kind of like that sort of like you just made a huge life changing decision to leave Calgary. Yeah. And he said good things about Calgary, but you could tell that there was, there's something there. Like he, he was ready to get the hell out of there. Yeah. He was not happy with what was going on there. And he wanted to go to Columbus to just kind of be, this, you know, I think he wanted to be out of the limelight. I mean, listen, we did a Columbus fun facts. Was that last week or the week before? I don't know. Time is a construct. No clue. And, uh, you know, it's not a bad place to be. And like 60% of the population of the U S is like within, you know, like 800 miles. So we've already shared all that information, but, um, no, to your, to your point about Johnny hockey and like going to Columbus, like, I don't know. It's one of those things where it's like, we've already talked about how hockey players get like the stigma attached to them. Like it just kind of being weird socially in general. Like also when you're going on spit and chicklets, like that's a big fucking deal, man. Like you're probably going to be a little nervous going into it. But then, like you said, him leaving Calgary and the way that like the Calgary media was attacking him and then, and then him having to handle that whole situation. All I can think of is that like, that dude is surrounded by a massive PR team, marketing agents, lawyers, all that shit. 
And when you go onto these podcasts, and you're doing like an hour and a half, two hour long interview or however long they are, but they're typically like they're, they're long form and they go out of their way to ask you some pretty difficult questions because they want to see how you respond. They to have it. To. So I, I feel like it's hard because like he's in a position where like he's making an emotional decision that is best for him and his wife and all that stuff moving forward. And he's trying to answer their questions, but the guy has to mind his P's and Q's because he's already getting blasted in Canada. So it's like, he's in a tough spot, man. It's a good listen. It, it was, it was some good dirt. I, I, I really dug it. And I think uh, uh, kudos to him um, because he was very quiet and he, yeah. I think is seen as like a quiet guy in the league. And he got on there and he answered the tough questions and yeah, it was pretty cool. I, I did appreciate the fact that he was pretty candid about a lot of things. Did you listen to the Mo Sider interview yet? I started to. Oh, so it's so I, good. I listen to the whole thing. When I drive home, I need to listen to that. Yeah, it's really, really good. He's very... German? He, he's very German. Mm-hmm. He, I, I think he's like, what, 20 years old? I don't know if he's 21 yet. He's young. He's young. Mm-hmm. But he, like the way he communicates and the way that he speaks and carries himself, he talks like he's like a 50-year-old man. He's very calm. Very like, oh yeah, you know, we had a good night. And, oh, I mean, and they keep trying to get him to answer questions like, oh yeah, so how was the rookie dinner? What'd you guys do later on that night? And he was like, oh, ha ha, like dinner was nice. We had some fun afterwards. Like, you know, <laughs> and like, all right, dude, like they're trying to get him to say some shit and he just won't do it. He's like, not he's, old enough he's, yet. Yeah. He's yeah. not old enough to, to know that he should just tell those stories, which is good. But yeah, uh, yeah he, he plays hockey like he's. Yeah. Oh, and then he goes out on the ice and he's laying dudes out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and scoring on yes. So. The uh, the other thing I wanted to bring up here, which is it's a, it's a thing. It's the thing and i noticed that it's a, a lot of seattle kraken fans um are you know tweeting about this stuff through the summertime mm-hmm. and this comes from twitter and good good find by you looks like it's from maybe uh instagram or from the kraken's instagram and uh bjorkstrand's pup in kraken gear oh yeah i forgot about that already yeah uh-huh. yeah yeah and so you know they obviously the kraken are you know welcoming you know oliver bjorkstrand to the team yes and uh they sent him a bunch of swag and they sent him a little uh jersey uh kraken jersey for dogs, which probably sold him some merch, and it's on uh, Bjorkstrand's dog. Which do we know the name of this dog? I don't. I don't think we do yet, or maybe we do, and we're just too lazy. Because I, I remember the photo, but I didn't do any research. It's not it. a Yorkie, but I would say he should, by law, uh, hockey law, he should own a Yorkie, and it would be called Bjorkie's Yorkie. Oh yeah, but he missed that idea. opportunity. By he missed this. it. He missed. He missed the opportunity. Really cute dog. By we the basically way. need to adopt a Yorkie for Bjorkie, and then and then ship him the dog. Because I feel like he's. Too too nice to like return it. He's like, what's this from? I was like, this is a gift from Kraken Pod to you. This is now Bjorky's Yorkie. You can't, there's no Tacy's Baxies here. Joey. Also, when's the exclusive interview? This is genius marketing. How do we make a name for ourselves ourselves as the Kraken Pod? How do we get sponsors? How do we mm-hmm. get our names out there and show that we're the real deal and we know how to market ourselves? Yeah. We send live animals <laughs> to potential sponsors with and GoPros to- attached to their head to also film the live reaction from when he opens up the box. I was like, what the fuck is the dog doing here? Yeah. 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 Like, you know, maybe we send like, like, a, like Ron- a little ransom note. Hey, this is Jeff and Joey. We send, <laughs> exactly. We send, we send Ron Francis like, cause pigs are really smart, like a greased pig. Oh, and like, like he opens up this huge box and the pig just gets let loose. And what if it becomes like a urban legend in climate pledge arena yeah. of the time that, that those two podcast dudes, and then our name gets lost forever, but we the can send them an octopus. Them. They're smart as hell too. They I'm are smart, saying. but then they would like, that's not a Kraken though. Yeah, that's true. But it is. And then it's the whole Detroit thing and all the, Oh yeah. And like I'm, I'm putting myself then, out of this. Yeah, so I don't care no, about that's like, smart. The yeah. Red Wings fans who bitch about that. Can't jeopardize you in this. Which, no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't care. Like the, they're lo- the <laughs> people who bitch about the Kraken and the octopus thing. They're, they're losers. I don't, I don't associate with those people. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, live animals. 
I'm writing this down right now. Live animals. On my, on my fried chicken bag. Yeah, right. <laughs> live animals. Yeah, ASMR. Marketing. Slash live animals. Dot com. Uh, coercing people to come onto the pod and then uh holy shit there's a fucking massive jet flying over uh and then the cornering death, baby yeah then cornering them into answering some really tough questions that we just completely make up we can start rumors we can start doing that oh yeah we can oh yeah we're, we're dropping the ball here. we should totally clickbait. start rumors no yeah, i love clickbait, ru- rumors love live rumors. animals yep you have a whole strategy here i do actually have a list of ideas for us which is pretty like real ideas yeah 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 <laughs> Don't add live animals to the mix. So, do, <laughs> and forgive me, and, and since it's just like raw, just is like this raw, open Kraken pod right now. Yes, is is I, I noticed this no dumb question was oh, on. This our, is yeah, this is for this week. Yes, for this week. I wanted to do it last week, Good. but it's still it still is for this week, and it, I think it's still relevant to what we've been talking about and what you put out on the, the Kraken TikTok. That's right. Okay, cool. So I'm, I'm, um, I'm going to be doing some more of those too, by the way. I filmed a lot of those. I'm sorry, I filmed. I, I recorded on my phone a bunch of those from the beach. But before we get to no dumb questions, I would like to say that, you know, look, summertime, it's slow. What the hell are you going to do? Maybe the kids are in school. You know what you should do is now that you have more time on your hands, you should totally download to your phone the DraftKings Sportsbook app. They are an official sports betting partner of the NHL, and they have a shot for you to win big. Now, hockey's not going on, but if you bet $1 on any team that's playing and they win, you get $150 in free bets. Pretty simple. So, Sportsbook is... If it's not available in your state yet, you still have a shot to light the lamp. Everyone plays for huge cash prizes. You can do that with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN, which stands for the Hockey Podcast Network. We're proud members. Bet just $1 on any NHL team and get $150 in free bets if they win. That's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 21 plus, please. Restrictions apply. See show notes for details. So, Joey, no yes. dumb questions. Let's do it. This is where we, um, you know, if you've got a question, you're afraid to ask it to any other podcast out there, you feel like they're going to call you dumb if you ask the question, which they might. They might do that. We would not. We would never do that to you. Mm-hmm. You ask us those questions. We'll find the answer if we don't know it, and we will accept you uh, no matter how much hockey knowledge you have. So, what is this week's no dumb question? So the question goes off of, and again, what you just shared on our Twitter account via the TikTok, what we talked about uh, last week in the pod, and also before, we were talking about the Calder Trophy, because we were having the debate on if a Seattle Kraken player would win it. You and I both think so, which is why we were talking about DraftKings, because we wanted to place a bet to see what the odds are on Matty Beniers and Shane Wright, because we're going to hedge it. And the question I have is, has, an, has the NHL ever had defensemen win the Calder Trophy in consecutive seasons? or conse- Yeah, consecutive seasons. And the reason why asked that is because last year, Mo Sider, who we also just talked about, won the Calder Trophy as a defenseman for Jeff's Detroit Red Wings. And this season, it's actually... And pro- Seattle Kraken. Yeah, and the Seattle Kraken. And this season, it's actually projected that Owen Power, who was the teammate of Matty Beniers over at Michigan, who was the defenseman who's now with Buffalo. So I'm like connecting the dots like Charlie Day and Always Sunny right now. I love it. So they are projecting that he is going to win the Calder, which would nope. be back-to-back defensemen. And their argument is, is because of Matty and Shane being on the same team, which would split the f- vote, blah, blah, blah. So the question is, has the NHL ever had defensemen win the Calder Trophy in consecutive seasons? And it's actually happened once in history, which is crazy. Going back to 1962 through 1964. So the 62-63 
season. Kent Douglas, Toronto. Good old uh, Kent. Yeah, good old Kent Douglas. And I don't want to give Toronto any love here, but I got to show a stat. Uh, they actually have the most Calder Trophy winners of all time with 10. And then in 1963-1964, so the following season, and this is where I'm going to fuck up the enunciation of this person's name. So if you're listening to this and you have a drink. Oh, come on, you got this. You live in Louisiana. Jacques Lapierre? Yeah. Jacques Lapierre. Yeah. Okay, cool. From Montreal. So there you go. So those are the two defensemen uh, that won it back to back. And now, so I did a little bit more deep diving here, no pun intended, but I, I noticed that this guy who you've had brought up before Timu, this guy, I don't know anything about him, man. You know, I'm so, so fucking new to hockey. Yeah, Timu, is it Solane? How do you pronounce Temu his last name? Timu Solane. Timu, see? Is, that everybody, everybody drink. I don't. I could be totally wrong. Okay. But he might. Is he top 10 of all? He's probably top. If he's not top 10, he's yeah. top 20 hockey player See, again, of all time. hockey noob over here. And I own it. I've been owning it all year, and that's fine. But the reason why I made a note of him uh, in particular with the Calder is because he won it in 1992-93. And he won the Calder um, at that point. He was with Winnipeg. He totaled 76 goals and 56 assists. He had a one. 132 point season as a fucking rookie, which is insane. And I made a note about like, if you wanted to compare that to like a Kraken player uh, last season, our top scorer uh, was Jeremy can father canner. He had 50 total points. Uh, Tamu had more assists in his rookie year with 56. Tamu Solani is one of those players. Like, you know, you talk about the old school NHL versus what you have today. Yes. Which is like younger, faster built yeah. around speed and youth. He's one of those guys that if he, if you took rookie Tamu Solani playing in the league, now mm-hmm. he would do that. He would maybe not do that, but he would, he would be rookie of the year. 76 goals and 56 assists. Do yourself a favor. Go, no, I'm going to, to. YouTube. Uh, yeah. Tamu Solani is worth like watch, you know, yeah. if you don't watch that season, he made famous in that season, okay. his celebration where he tossed his tosses one glove up in the air yeah. and shoots with his stick, like a shotgun. That's like right. I remember you. I remember you telling me that. And he's, he's phenomenal. And I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure he's like the, he's like the, uh, prime minister of hockey for Finland, but he's all, I'm pretty sure. Isn't he the GM? Is he the, the ducks GM? He's in management for the, for the ducks. So I have to ask you a question now and we don't have to go too deep into this, but my question for you is like a question within a question, 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 inception, what? question, inception? drink every time Joey says question. Yeah. Well, that's at least six shots wasted question question. Uh, so no. So my question to you is, he has this rookie season, right? And the reason why that stood out to me is because nobody has ever had more points while winning the Calder. And it just, I was like, holy shit, this guy's insane. How, how does this guy not go on to be like the all-time great? Like how, is, how does Wayne Gretzky have the career that he does when this guy has 132 points in his rookie season? Does something happen to him along the way? Uh, no, he's still, I mean, like, I got I to gotta Google it. Like uh, his, uh, let's see, uh, top scores... In NHL history, sorry, this I'm and this is why this is why no dumb questions is saving my ass because as a hockey noob and I don't know this shit, this is a safe space. We're in the circle of trust, right? Mm-hmm. Because I don't know these answers, and so again, like I want. Tamu Solani is twelfth on the list of uh, most goals, okay, ever. Okay. So this guy was fantastic, and I don't know where points are. Let me look at points. I just can't. It's so crazy. I can't even fathom a hundred Solani is number 16. Okay. Total points. That just blows my mind. Like you have 132 points in but your just, rookie just, season, but just hold on. Like again, if you, 
if you have not ever gone down the rabbit hole of looking at Wayne Gretzky's stats, mm-hmm. Wayne Gretzky was just like an alien. Yes. On planet earth. Yeah. On, in hockey. Like he was like, so like Yarmir like Yager. Men in Black was a biography about Wayne Gretzky playing hockey. Exactly. Yes, yes that's exactly right. Uh, Yarmir Yager is second in all time points with 1,921 points. Mm-hmm. Wayne Gretzky is number one with 2,857 points. Yeah, almost a thousand more. Almost a thousand more. And Yarmir, Yarmir Yager just retired like three years ago. Wayne Gretzky, <laughs> Wayne Gretzky retired in like 2000 and what? Like when did he retire? I don't know. It's been, it's been a hot minute. And that's exactly, that's, I mean, that's <laughs> crazy. Is he, he's played Wayne. Now to put that more in perspective, Wayne Gretzky on um, the games played, he's 24th. Okay. Games played. Yarmir Yager played 1,700 games, and Wayne Gretzky played in 1,487 games. Gotcha. So there's there's 23 guys ahead of Wayne Gretzky in games played. So anyway, like, when you talk about records, and we started talking about Tamu Solani. Yes. And I think, like, Alexander Mogilny had tons and tons of points. So like, he might be up there for, like, most rookie scoring ever. Okay. Um, I just don't know. I don't know if that's ever going to happen again, unless you have, like, just a- I don't think so either. Like, I just saw that point total, and it was crazy. And I have a really a side note here, because, like, we are going goalie lovers. A lot of people that listen to our podcast are goalie lovers. So I actually pulled up how many times has a goalie won the Calder? Cause in my mind, that's pretty crazy. Like a rookie goalie winning yeah. the Calder. Yeah. It has actually happened 16 times in the 90 year history of the Calder. So we've had 16 goalies that have won it. The most recent huh. being was back in 2008 and 2009 with Steve Mason of the Columbus Blue Jackets where Johnny Hockey is at now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So this Steve Mason's pretty good. I mean, dude, um, it's just crazy. Like I just can't imagine like can you like I can't, like I'm trying to think about like if the Kraken had a rookie goalie and that goalie was so good the goalie won the Calder. Like holy fucking shit, man. I feel like that's kind of how they feel. I mean, Ottinger, I don't think he's a rookie. This is again, hockey noob things, but like he's really young in his career and he's already outstanding. Like, and the hype around him is very real. And I feel like once you have that anchor in place, you feel confident that your team can do anything. Tamu Solani had 132 points. He's the, the most points in a rookie season. Peter Stastny, who was really good. Mm -hmm. Uh, he played for the Nordiques, the Quebec Nordiques who went on to be the, um, avalanche. Okay. Um, 109, uh, OV Alex Ovechkin at 106. Dale Howard, Chuck, um, great goal scorer. He, and, 103 points for the Winnipeg Jets in 1979. Mm-hmm. So he was pegging him early. And then uh, Sidney Crosby at number five with 102, which Alex Ovechkin and Sidney Crosby had this, were in the same yeah. same rookie year. Yeah, same class. Glad that he lost. Joe Juno, who had a really good – that's a very underrated player who was a really good player. Uh, he had 102 points with the Bruins. Mario Lemieux, Neil Broughton, Brian Trottier, Joe Neuendijk, uh, Barry Peterson, some like old-school 80s guys. So, you know, basically you can see is like I just don't – think that a rookie is going to have, I don't know, a special, special, special rookie. It, these rookie goal scoring, or I'm sorry, point scoring records, well, I don't know if they'll ever be broken because the league is different. It's more talented now, but it's just different. I think there's more talented yeah. guys out there. So yeah, that's fair. Also, anyway, also Jake Ollinger was drafted in 2017. His rookie year was 2021. So the, yeah, go. he's okay. So you got yeah, good, good research. Go. This is on the fly research. Look at us, man. We have, it's like we have a stat guy. So the only other thing that I, the last thing I wanted to say is, you know, talking about having back-to-back Calder, uh, trophy, uh, winners, right? Defenseman. Uh-huh. Yeah. Which is not going to happen because the crowd's going to ruin that shit. Exactly. That's what I'm talking about is like, is, um, it's going to, be it's not going to be on power it's going to be you know shane wright or it's going to be maddie benier my money given yeah, my money is on maddie but we are going to hedge it because we're, we're going to get our money's worth i don't know man i don't know i don't know what to think i mean maddie just showed us so much promise last year he just 
He so almost, had a, almost had a point of game. Like, if he does that, I, there's no way in hell he doesn't win a damn thing. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be awesome. I cannot wait. And we are not too far out from training camp, mm-hmm. right? We're not too far out from all that sort of stuff. So we're uh, we're pretty pumped. Is there anything else that we can cover in this episode today? I'm just pumped, man. I mean, we're a month closer to hockey and we got, you know, Donnie boy who's going to be back with the team. I mean, it's, you know, it's a one year, $1.2 million deal, but another year that he's with the Seattle Kraken and we have a lot a lot of stuff to look forward to there's gonna be a lot of goals scored this season it's gonna be really exciting stuff oh uh, it's gonna be awesome we're gonna the the offense is is high I'm going uh big on the offense for the Seattle Kraken so okay well thank you very much for listening to this podcast especially in the middle of the summer I don't know you must be very bored to listen to this podcast today because yep. you're you're not commuting as usual yeah no I we might be one of the few I mean I'm not trying to pat us on the ourselves on the back or anything but I know it's like a lot of other pods are taking time off as they should yeah and we're the only ones who are like, fuck it. We're doing it live. Well, I'll tell you what, if you like, if you like, like, let us know that you're listening. Um, you know, maybe uh, in the, uh, you know, cause we tweet this, you know, week's podcast out every, every week, maybe like in the uh, replies to our podcast uh, release, you can uh, say that you are listening, like chime in like on Twitter, right? Yeah. So at crack and pod. And uh, I'd be glad to send you some new Orleans gas station chicken. You know, so <laughs> it is legit. I don't know how it is in Seattle. Jeff may or may not take a bite. You're going to get like half eaten chicken. Just $3. Be- yeah. $3. I'll send it to you. That does look good. We're gonna have to, you're going to have to post a photo of that uh, to our Twitter, like a day or two after the, this episode airs, because well, people need to see how fucking good the gas station chicken here is. Wait, hold on. Mm-hmm. All right. He's taking a photo. Wait, do, I mean, I, now we're doing TikToks now too. So All right, here we go. Okay. So we're recording the, yes. the podcast live right now. And we're taking a break in the middle of the podcast, right at the end of the podcast, to talk about New Orleans gas station chicken. God. Look at this chicken. It is fried a little hard, a little hard for my liking, but at the same time, it's still delicious. Three bucks for a big old hunk of chicken and a leg. We need a, we need a bite. Can you do a bite right now? Sure. I wanna, yeah, uh, yeah. Go for uh, it. Here I'm we go. I'm doing the microphone too. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Theo, there's some chicken on the floor, dude. <laughs> Hit that, man. Hit that, dude. That was good. All right. Okay, well, can All you right. finish the episode? Yeah, so th- so that's it. You know, thank you uh, to everybody. That, Do you have a that, broom? That t- yeah, I have a, yeah, I have a broom. <laughs> I'm going to take one more bite in the microphone and see what it sounds like. Ready? Yes. I, oh, my God. Yeah, I'm so distracted because I actually like the ASMR stuff. I don't, like, watch it all the time, but it doesn't it doesn't trigger me. I actually really enjoy it. But anyways. I'm smacking my lips. Right, the, we're, the we're so far in the depths that we're, like, under. We're deep sea diving, and Jeff is also. I got to go to Costco, man. My wife yeah. just texted me. All right. So Jeff has to run. We have to go. But thank you, you know, to everybody oh, that, that listens to the podcast every single week. There's chicken everywhere. You can find us on social media, at Crack and Pod on Twitter and on Facebook. We're oh stepping God. up our TikTok game. We're going to start doing video here soon. And uh, we're going to end the podcast with the, with the chirp of the week. And like Jeff says, what is a chirp? A chirp is when hockey players talk shit to each other Yo, on the here. ice. You don't hear it often because they're not really that mic'd up, but they see a lot of things to each other. So here it is, your What Lies Beneath Seattle Kraken Podcast Chirp of the Week. Boy, Patrick is able to pay back Johnson with that huge hit. That boy Johnny, eat up, bud. That boy Patty. Karma's a f***ing bitch, eh? Eat up, bud. Eat up!